Okay, right now I have the air conditioning running because I live in Missouri and it is hot as hell. So it's like 100 and something degrees. So let's begin this podcast. So, today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about Batwoman. And, well, it kind of came on the news that Ruby Rose, who is playing Kate Kane, Batwoman, pulled out a, uh, pulled out a Comic-Con this week. So, I love the comment that she wrote... <laughs> about it and I recently wrote a tweet on my Twitter about it uh, you know commenting on it when I heard about it on Geeks and Gamers that Ruby Rose is not appearing at the San Diego Comic Con 2019 due to shooting commitments in Vancouver that Batwoman actress says she is devastated to miss it (laughs) it's her word, not mine, that she was devastated, more devastated, and I feel bad for her, actually, I I feel bad that she's sort of getting this rap on, you know, playing Batwoman, because of the trailer, the TV spot, everything about it. You know, and the thing about it is, you know, they could have done it in several great directions of Batwoman. They could have made it something more. They could have, like, the thing I wish, and this is how much I am so annoyed with Greg Berlanti and the producers of the Arrowverse, is that with DC... DC Universe, they could have done something more with this character. They could have done a lot with Batwoman and Gotham and everything to it. You know, but instead it's like, it's her own universe. It's her own world. It's part of the Arrowverse. But it's like, in this story, they're redoing everything that happened with Birds of Prey. You know, and I'm going to do this comparison. Batwoman, you know, what we saw in the, uh, what was it, the crisis on some earth, or multi, the Elseworlds, sorry, Elseworlds, that in Gotham, Batman left Gotham, he's gone, he's never coming back, a new hero has to take his mantle and protect Gotham, birds of prey, New Gotham. Batman left after Catwoman's death. He's gone. He left his daughter. He left Alfred. Barbara. They're all gone. Robin too. What do you think happened with Birds of Prey? Did it come back for a second season? 
third season, fourth season? No. It got canceled. It got ended. Kaput. Gone. No one wanted this shit. What do you think is going to happen with Batwoman? It's going to be the same thing. Otherwise, you're going to piss off fans. You're going to piss them off that you're making a great hero. Batman. Into a punk. A joke. A bad joke. No one doesn't want to see a hero, an icon, a legend, a huge character part of my life. (laughs) Because I took his morals and codes. Because I idolized his character. No one doesn't want to see him be ruined. Be made into something that no one wants to see. Why do you think people hate Tom Kane's Batman? Because Tom Kane made him a wuss. He made him into a soy boy. A wimp. A coward. Who gets knocked the fuck out by Bane with one punch. And Bane isn't even on Venom. No one doesn't want to see that. No one doesn't want to read that. You know? And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know... Dark Knight Rises Batman got broken by Bane well you know why because Batman was out of the game he hasn't fought crime for what eight years since Joker you know destroyed half of Gotham that's what happened you know and the thing about you know, with the whole reshoots happening with Vancouver, with Batwoman, it kind of throws up the red flag, as one person put it on Twitter. You know, that if reshoots are happening, things ain't going good. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I think what happened with the whole reshoots, in my opinion, is one or two things. One, producer saw it. Two, WB saw it. It's kind of like how AT&T took over Warner Brothers and owned D- owning DC and all that. And what do you think immediately happened when it was revealed that Tom King went to a meeting with... AT&T. They kicked him off of Batman. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know, if AT&T can't turn a profit with DC, they're going to sell it. The thing is, they're not going to sell it, because one, with owning DC, you have Batman. What do you think made a billion dollars for Warner Brothers to be profitable? Batman. Batman's a moneymaker. That's why they have DC. <laughs> it could be a moneymaker. It could be a big ching to their wallet. And with Batwoman, with involving Batman, it's going to be a touchy subject for writers and producers because you're going to alienate an audience that's going to be watching even though they say, I ain't interested in this. 
one, they're interested. Two, they want to see a train wreck. <laughs> you know, they want to see this train crash. And it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch it just to see what happens. Because it's going to be a train crash. They announced at Comic-Con also. Red Sun's happening. Superman, Red Sun. I kind of saw this one coming a mile away. To be honest. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be exciting to see a Russian Superman. Because <laughs> it's going to be crazy. It's written by, uh, Superman Red Sun is written by, uh, Mark Miller, even though a lot of people say it's Millar, but it's Miller. <laughs> um, I'm excited for this one because Red Sun is a very, uh, fucked up Elseworld story with Superman. And it's it's something that I kind of wanted to see in an animated film. I mean, if Bruce Tim was involved, I would have you know watched it because I really liked what Bruce Tim did with uh, Gotham by Gaslight, which was another great Elseworld story. Like I wish they would have announced it as well like Bruce Timm's involved as producer of Superman Red Sun but the thing that kind of worries me a bit is that it's going to be another stupid DC Universe film you know with another bad animation you know and with Batman Hush which I was I watched part of it and my stupid phone went out, froze. <laughs> I just, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story. I know I'm going to do a review probably next month when it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray or available on DC Universe. But the animation of it just took it out. Like, it didn't make it interesting like the comic, the Jim Lee art. That what That's what really took me back. Because I really wanted to watch a Jim Lee-esque Batman film. You know? I, I wanted to watch it. And just be immersed into the story, the art, the visual of it. But I couldn't. It's not like Gotham by Gaslight. Like, when I saw the, you know, Gotham City, the Victorian era, the the Bruce Timm art, I was really hooked into this film. Like, I was excited just to see classic animation that I grew up with. With 
the current animation of the DC animated universe, whatever they call it, the art is just not visually appealing anymore. It's not exciting. Like you could change the colors of the bat suit, but you are still not going to keep me interested in it. You could have Catwoman look seductive, which is great, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be interested. I'm not really interested in a bland visual artwork. You know? I mean, it's not an eyesore like Squirrel Girl <laughs> that Marvel did, which looked really awful. It looked very nightmare-inducing awful. The thing of it is, is that when you put on an animated film, you want people to watch it. You want people to be excited of what's going to happen. But, it's just awful. Like, one thing I wish they would do is, like, make an animated film that complements the story. Like, Batman Hush was really written brilliantly. I mean, it's not, you know, what the comic book was. But it was good enough for a film. And, like, one thing I, I enjoyed, I know a lot of people didn't enjoy was Batman Ninja. And I enjoyed Batman Ninja because it was different. The animation was different. I mean, I know it's Japanese anime, I think what it is. I don't know. I'm not an anime person, so... <laughs> so don't ask me if I know anime. But it was really good. It was really different. It was entertaining. It was exciting. And I just loved the mixture of the Japanese samurai story with Batman. Like, I was just like, this is something I like. This is something good. And, and when they announced, like, a super, Death of Superman film, which I thought, oh, that's gonna be good, because I know Superman. I know the Death of Superman story. I have the comics and the storyline. But it wasn't it just, the artwork wasn't, the animation of it wasn't exciting. Like, you had good voice actors and actresses in it, but it just wasn't exciting. It wasn't, it really, just the animation just looked so tiresome. It looked really tired. I wish they would have done something different. I wish they would have shook it up a bit, you know? Like, bring in new designers, bring in new animators breathe new life into something exciting. You know? Like, they need new blood in the DC animated world. So, anyway, sorry, my phone went off. <laughs> I hope they, five years down the road, they will do something with the animation of DC. So, anyway, a lot of people are still waiting for the announcement of 
Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say Doomed Patrol, but Doom Patrol. I, I hope they do a second season. I didn't finish the first season. It kind of... I don't know what it was, but I just kind of got bored. Like, I have a short attention span. <laughs> As you can tell with this podcast. I... I was hoping for, like, a shorter season, like, of it, like, eight episodes or ten episodes. I didn't imagine they would do such a long season, like, a, you know, a Arrow-type season. Like, I didn't imagine that. Like, like I thought they would do, like, ten episodes, because I think, I forget how many episodes Titans did, I think Titans did like 11 episodes, and Doom Patrol ended up doing like 15, I think, like I didn't imagine like it would be that long of a season, but I mean, the beginning part of the seasons was good, but unfortunately when they started going into characters sexuality and all that it just kind of was like why like I didn't care about negative man's sexual life I didn't care of what plate he batted from what side of the plate he batted I didn't care I just want a good show like I liked the road trip parts of it, like, I thought it was pretty cool, like, it was something different, even though it's stupid (laughs) at times, but it was, it was good, you know, I think the reason of it was, like, I had such high expectations for the show after watching Titans, like, I thought, oh, this is gonna be like Titans, it's gonna be dark and gritty, it's going to be exciting, but it just was different, which I was, I'm glad it was different from Titans, because Titans was a very serious, dark, grounded show, which, it's good, but at the same time, you kind of want to see things different, you want to see, you want to see the Teen Titans of the animated cartoon do crazy things. You want to see them fight unexpected villains. But it was the best way to describe it, it's supernatural wearing a cape. (laughs) Cause that's what it ended up being. It ended up being this supernatural thing. Yeah. You ended up watching it and you're like Okay, they fought this crazy, possessed family. The dad gets burnt to a crisp. Then they bring in a new dad, which was really, really, really weird. <laughs> and they end up going after Trigon, which you kind of knew it was going to happen. Because once they said the Raven, your dad, and you're like, Trigon. And now, the second season, which I'm excited about, 
I will say this, like the one episode of Titans that I really liked was when Batman was kind of in it, in it, but kind of in it. You don't see Bruce Wayne. You just see a guy dressed in a bat suit beating the shit out of cops and Robin shows up. You know, it happens. Like, I like that. But you kind of knew it was a dream. A nightmare. I hate Tom King. <laughs> I will do a review of that Batman Nightmares story that Tom King wrote. Which I absolutely hate. With a passion. The dude has serious mommy issues. Um, <laughs> but I I like that story the the Batman part like that's pretty much what I watched like that's what I enjoyed was the Batman parts of it and like I can't wait to see season two of it because it's already been confirmed that Bruce Wayne's gonna be in it uh, I forget who's playing him I think it's the guy from like Game of Thrones. I know they said it's like Game of Thrones actor playing Bruce Wayne in Titans. Do I think they're going to have Batman in it? I don't know. I hope, in a way, they have Batman in it. At the same time, I I don't want to see it because it's like you're already getting a Batman in the films, which is going to be uh, Pattinson, I think. Uh, or as I call him, Sparkles is going to be playing Batman. <laughs> and you're going to have this guy who... You look at a photo of him, you're like, that kind of looks like an older Batman. That's who I kind of see playing the older Batman. I hope... he I'll just say, I hope he wears the bat suit. Where you're just like, this dude is Batman. Like, the thing about... Uh, Snyder's version of Batman... Was, I was excited because it's like... You're going to see Batman. You're going to see an older Batman that's seen some really serious shit. And he is pissed off and angry at the world. And he's going to take it out on anyone who gets in his way. Like that, to me, was exciting. And the warehouse scene was just like, this Batman is done with criminals. <laughs> And and the thing about it is, like, it would be cool to see, like, Alfred in it. But I don't think he's going to be in it. I think you're... I don't know, maybe he's going to be in it. Maybe they just didn't announce who's playing Alfred. Hmm. I would say this. Like, if they're going to get Alfred in it, I would say get Derek Jacoby to play Alfred. Like, that's the one actor I kind of wanted to see play ba uh, play Alfred is because he kind of looks like Alfred. Like, if you, if you tell me, like, who do you think could play Alfred? I'd be like, Derek Jacoby. <laughs> and those who don't know him, who Derek Jacoby is, he is a British theater actor. He did a lot of British shows. He did, uh, I know he did like one show with Ian McKellen called Vicious, which I'd never seen. But I seen Jacoby in the Murder on the Orient Express film that they did with Johnny Depp. 
And when I saw him in that film, I was just like, that dude looks like Alfred. <laughs> and ever since I read a lot about him, he's he's been around acting. Like, that's the kind of actor you need to play Alfred. You need an actor who is a actor-actor. Like, he, an actor or actress who did theater. Because they will make it legit. And... You look at, like, Ian McKellen, who played Gandalf. The reason why a lot of people like him as Gandalf, and the only reason they imagine him playing Gandalf, is because he's a theater actor. He's been around. And, you know, I just... That's kind of, that's kind of who I imagine playing Alfred. It's Derek Jacobi. That's why I like Michael Caine, because Michael Caine's been around acting forever. <laughs> so... Hopefully Alfred's in it. You kind of need Alfred in it. But Adam, it'd be kind of boring. <laughs> so anyway, that's the uh, 25 minutes. Wow. It's the podcast so far. Um, when they... Oh, wait. I had to mention this one. They revealed that they are going to be doing another release of the Batman 66 toys with the Batmobile. You get... Batman, Robin, you're going to get, uh, I think, Joker, and Penguin, and Catwoman. You're going to get them and the action figures. That's going to be so awesome. Because I have two of the action figures. Like I bought two of them, which was... I didn't buy the ones that they're releasing. They haven't been out yet. I bought the Adam West action figure, and... The Riddler. I try to find Catwoman. That one's hard to find. Hopefully, when they release them, I will... I might buy them. I don't know. I'm kind of cheap. But I love the 60s Batman show, so I will be probably doing a episode about the 60s Batman. I really want to do one covering how that show saved Batman comics. So, I will see you guys on the flip side. See you soon.